Let's talk about this day, Freedom Day. Um, what does it mean to South Africans? Uh, Freedom Day for South Africans, I believe, means different things in, in the present. Sure. Uh, when, uh, in 1994, when we went to vote, it was a moment of hope, a moment of um, a new vision. It was a result of our negotiated settlement, which did not quite succeed. Because if you recall, during those negotiations, there was a moment of rupture where the leaders could not find each other. And then during that time, we also had the murder of uh, Krisani. But to quell the anger that was likely as a result of that, we were left with no choice but to announce the date for uh, elections. And that's how that date became so symbolic because Nelson Mandela then announced that we would be voting on the 27th of April 1994. And for the first time, we had about 19 different uh, political parties registered to contest that election. So as you can see, that moment, others would say it was uh, improvised. Others said it was a creative moment to try and uh, mitigate, you know, likely conflict. But right now, it has come to mean different things because especially when it comes to young people, you find that they don't have such an emotional attachment to this particular day because they're reflecting more on their current reality, which is joblessness, poverty, and all sorts of mishaps that uh, seem to be a result of the failure of leadership in South Africa. Now, let's talk about uh, this interesting scenario, so the Indulamiti scenarios. And how do these scenarios offer us guidance on how we can reshape our future? Well, let me start by just explaining that these scenarios are not necessarily predictions of the future. There's a particular science to it which combines creativity, imagination, but then we would go and back it up with research so that there's logic in all these creative stories because we're talking about the future here and no one knows the future. Sure. So what it serves to guide is to actually uh, paint a picture of the three different pathways we are likely to take as a country. So we had the three scenarios, Naila Walk, Ife Bourgeois, and Guara Guara. The idea behind them is to actually ensure that whatever plans we make, whatever decisions we take, we are cognizant of the three different likelihoods so that whatever strategies or plans we adopt, that we make sure that they could be resilient to any of the eventualities. So in a way is to ensure that all our plans can survive any of those pathways, whether it's a Naila Walk, which is a nation working together, or Isipuja, a nation that's more divided, or Guaraguara, which is a state of lawlessness. So that is the idea, so that our leaders across the spectrum, whether they're in business, or they're in the state, or in our communities, they are mindful that these are the three potential futures for our country. And have the leaders bought into these scenarios? Are they aware of these scenarios, Kolelo? Yes, they're very much aware. We've traveled across the country. We've been to most of the provinces, actually eight provinces since we started three years ago, sharing these storylines and actually trying to find ways to also measure the drift you know, of our society towards any of those three eventualities. So as a result, we launched a, a barometer which serves 
you know, as a, a red flag to say, hey, now we're moving towards Guarogara, which we have been doing for the past two years, just drifting deeper and deeper into it. So leaders are aware. We've presented to leaders in business. We've presented to provincial government all the way to the highest office in the land, which is the, the presidency. And we've also presented to, you know, uh, community uh, organizations and establishments. However, you know, the idea behind this initiative is to actually raise the flag and to try to inspire first and, first and foremost dialogue about these things because it differs so much in how we view where we come from, even just how we have explained how we view Freedom Day. And then through that process of negotiation, dialogue, we can find ways to collaborate, co-create, or potentially even forge a social compact where we can have a non-negotiable so that we can steer the country towards a more desirable future. Now, you spoke about uh, the launch of uh, the barometer which uh, raises red flags uh, with regards to the issues uh, that you highlighted. What can we look forward to from the scenarios in the coming months? Well, we are busy collecting data so that we can release the latest stats in terms of where we are. So the barometer, the latest results of the barometer will be released on the 21st of June, which is in Lunamiti Day. But just to look at the past two years, we found that we were in the Guaraguara Nation and the biggest pull towards that state of lawlessness was our inequality. And as we know, that we are the most unequal country. This uh, past year, during the pandemic, we released the second set of results, but we also released the provincial barometer wherein we felt that there was a need to isolate different provinces because they are experiencing these things in, you know, in different ways. So we don't know what's going to come out this year. We certainly are looking forward to the results, and we hope that maybe we can actually restrain this drift towards Guaraguara to maybe one or two, like one or the two other scenarios. But we don't know. I suppose we will have to come back and give you that feedback sure. uh, after the uh, New Day on 21st of June.